Hi, welcome to Smosh Mouth. I'm Shane. And I'm Amanda. And we have a very special guest here, Tommy Bow. I'm so special. Hey. So special. Every guest we have here is so special. Mm-hmm. That's Yeah. <laughs> but it's mostly Tommy. Mostly it's Tommy. Thanks. And it's almost Valentine's Day. It is. So Isn't we want to Yeah, it's really cute. So we wanted to do a little little love line. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We reached out uh, to all of you uh, listeners um, uh, a while ago, asking for any uh, dating advice that you'd want to ask us, and um, I think we got, lot, we got a lot of questions from our subreddit, um, probably from other places, but um, got them all here. Got we picked a, a good amount of them. We're gonna answer them uh, in a little bit, but first off, Tommy. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. Tommy, do you hey. like Valentine's Day? Um, no. Not, not, <laughs> not okay. All right. I'll reel it back in. Um, I don't dislike it. It always, like, when you're in a relationship, there's, like, this... I, well, every time I've been in a relationship, there's been, like, a pressure, even though in person it's like, oh, Valentine's Day. You know, that's, like, a bit. Who cares? But it's always like, but but do they know yeah. I love them? <laughs> I yeah. will prove it. Uh, and I'm... Uh, I also like for Christmas, like my family this year decided not to do gifts. And I was like, yes, because I don't, I mean like, like my parents and I, but like extended family. Cause it's like the pressure of like getting the right gift, all that, that same pressure I feel like applies. And I don't like that pressure. I think that's totally fair. Yeah. I hear you. I think I think of Valentine's day too much. It just feels kind of like one of those, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I think there's other things like in a relationship that I would put above it, mm. like uh, anniversary yeah. or just, I don't know. Valentine's Day just feels a little cheesy to me. Yeah, yeah Valentine's Day is my birthday. Um, it okay. was the day Sounds of like my a bad day. day of my birth. Um, so do you celebrate? <laughs> like, do you care about Valentine's Day because your birthday is on that day? Well, my older sister is born on Valentine's Day as well. Oh, right. Oh. So both me and my sister were born on Valentine's Day. So Valentine's Day has always been a very special day, but I, the thing is, we never go out to restaurants. Like my grandmother would always cook us like heart cakes, like the oh. like a cake shaped as a heart. That's cute. Yeah, it was really cute. So I always loved Valentine's Day because it, no matter if I was single or not, I celebrated it with my older sister. Oh, so I always cute. had her. You're celebrating your birthday. We're celebrating my birthday and not Valentine's Valentine. Day. Yeah. So you just kind of your birthday has like a built-in theme is more the vibe. Exactly. And you're still cool with a Valentine's Day theme to your birthday? Yeah, I think it's great. Okay. <laughs> because, you know, my name means love. Amanda means love. Really? I am love. I am hmm. I'm pink at heart. I didn't and know. In person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know any of these things. Okay. Yeah, Amanda, We're learning so Amanda much. is Latin, it means to be loved. Oh. So I'm just the most lovable creature. A man. Duh. Okay. Duh. You're a child. Okay. (laughs) Amanda, hug and kiss. And you are loved. I am loved. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. I will say Valentine's Day as a holiday, I never really got to the point where I was like, oh, it's cheesy. But I can understand why it is because that's probably why I don't go out to restaurants. Because they're just, they make it cheesy. Like, I I don't get, like, red roses or anything on Valentine's Day. I think that's cheesy. Got it. But Valentine's Day is a very special day. What's not cheesy? Like, what's the middle? Yeah, what's, what's the right? I thing? still think boxes of chocolate is awesome. Okay. Always get boxes. My shape? dad would get me a heart b- box of chocolates. I like that. Heart cakes. Okay. Honestly, I've never heart- heard of, like... Saying heart cakes, I've never heard of. Like, I've seen cakes shaped in the as a heart. But right. I guess I've never. But as like a, yeah. a a cake style. What kind of flavor are these heart cakes? Heart. So mine was always chocolate with vanilla. 
Okay. And then my sister's was double chocolate because nice. she's a chocolate freak. That sounds way cooler. Nice. So, okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> like way better. I and I don't get offended when people say that Valentine's Day is kind of lame because I get it is it's one of those holidays it's just like a lot of pressure. It's mm-hmm. almost like a diamond ring for an engagement like it'll yeah. last forever. Like I don't like that on society. So I guess I got lucky that I get to celebrate Valentine's Day as my birthday cool. rather than like, oh, I'm single and blah. You know what I mean? That's a great yeah. holiday for your birthday to land on. Yeah. Because right. others, it sucks. But yeah, like, that one's good because, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, like my sister's is New Year's Eve. My other sister, her Damn. birthday's New Year's Eve. Okay. And I think she's always your not liked it. Yeah. Dropping these babies very they're, accurately. Yeah, and my other sister is George Washington's birthday, so she's wow. doing well. Oh my God, he's hey. back. George is back. She and can't tell a ever. lie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So okay. I, I've always loved it. Okay. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there is pressure, though. I, I do yeah. feel that there is pressure around that holiday. To like make everything like hearts and roses and stuff. Yeah. In relationships, I don't think I've ever felt that pressure. I I, I think I would do something small, but not. It doesn't. It just doesn't feel like. I never felt the pressure like, oh, we actually have to do something. Yeah. To go on a date or whatever. It's just like, oh, flowers or something. I don't think flowers are cheesy. No, no, I no. Love flowers. Roses are. Cheesy. I love flowers. Roses Red roses. Okay. I. Don't know what it is, but me and red roses. I've started to try to like get them, like to be like, okay, do I like red? But something with me and red roses, I'm just not. Yeah, okay. I'm not a fan. Blue roses. Okay, yeah, they're dyed. <laughs> <laughs> they're fake and stupid. I, but I love roses. I love like okay. all like rose gardens. What about white roses. Very nice. Yeah. Okay. White Those roses are, are beautiful. Those are good. They remind me of, you know, um, like swans. Someone here uh, after the live show, I think it was Courtney, someone gave her some black roses. <gasps> gorgeous. They were in like a cool little That's box. So cool. And I remember walking by and being like, Those look cool. That's gorgeous. I like all flowers, even red roses. That's so inclusive of me. Yeah. So I guess you'll be getting red roses on Valentine's <laughs> Yeah, it'd be really cool if I got some on oh, Valentine's God. <laughs> I could see Shane as like the basic bitch. Like all these like balloons that are hard. I, I get those. I got roses. my Stanley cup and I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> He's taking me out tonight to a steak dinner. <laughs> that would work. Oh, I'd be God. down for that. Um, uh, changing the subject, slight update. I'm still listening to albums. I'm still just just so you know. Uh, I made Tommy. a resolution. Sorry, what? I made a resolution. This is gonna sound funny. Of truly like, oh, I need to listen to music. Like, I, <laughs> someone who Christ. listens to music. So, so I one of my resolutions was like, I'm gonna listen to albums, like a, an album. Album. So I'm still listening. And I told uh, Spencer and Amanda some, and they like made fun of me. No, no, I thought it was very fun. Kicked it off with Olivia Rodrigo and then album. Mitski. And then Mitski. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know. Which I don't know anything about <laughs> are Mitski. You, are so you I, emotional, my guy? I, I'm picking random albums. Okay. I don't know music that well. You got so sad little girly. I literally saw. Stuff. I saw this album. I was like, oh, this is apparently a really good album, and it's newer. So I was like, cool. Yeah. And I'm listening to that Mitski album while I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> which is not. It was so funny. It was funny while I'm like actively bench pressing to have like like the saddest yeah. sounding yeah, song I've ever so heard. So sad. In my life. Your tear ducts are gonna be jacked. Yeah, they were. Um, so what are what I, so album? I, I picked I picked one that I knew I would like because I've heard some of the songs. I picked Ice Spice's album. That was <laughs> rad. <laughs> I can't help but feel like you're my dad telling me about like 
LimeWire or something. Do you remember LimeWire? What no. album am I supposed to pick? No, Shane, it's very no, there's adorable. No, there's no... It's no album. It's not... There's no correct answer. It's just fun to hear. It's just funny. I think it's yeah. so sweet that you're like, I'm listen. I'm going to actively... L- I'm... I think it's awesome. Yeah, I agree. And I'm not it's making awesome. fun of you. I am just... It's There's a delight There's a delight to hear about yeah. it. Because it's like, Spencer's, oh. <laughs> Spencer's, Spencer's like, I want to wait and see what, what you're like into and what, what albums are hitting for you before I make my recommendation. Right. So Ooh. Like, okay. uh, the so other Ice one I, Spice. The other one I picked was like a very random one. I truly just was like, I saw an album on a list and I was like, okay, it's called With a Hammer. Uh, I forget the artist. I, But it was dope. It was experimental mm. and crazy sounding. It was awesome. Cool. Uh, Really I want to send say. you some albums. Yeah. Even like old school albums, if you go Oh, back, yeah. That would be helpful. I will yeah. say. When I'm looking up stuff, I'm getting stuff from like recent years. Do you like okay. Elton John? Yeah, I love There's Elton one John. album that I still go back to all the time, Tumbleweed Connection. Okay. It's one of his first albums he ever did. Okay. Wow. And it is stunning. All right. Come Back in Time is like, Come Down in Time is one of my favorite songs on it. So Tumbleweed Connection. Okay. okay, that's I'm my. I'm gonna listen to it too. Yeah, it's it's very like '60s, but like not out there. Just like more piano, more focused on like S- scaled back '60s. Scaled back. Cool. Okay. 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 Yeah. Well, hey, I need to review. I need to review. Thank you. I need to review the everyone's top artists and and pick some of and those. Go and do that. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what yours were. Um, that was so hard because it's like, oh, I, I listened to like a million things. Sure. Uh, it was uh, Sophie's number one. Uh, Caroline Polachek. Oh, and Jay Paul. <gasps> Jay Paul. Oh, you're gonna have fun with Jay Paul's okay. uh, leaked album. Uh, leaked album? Yeah. So he basically, I'll do it really quick. He he had an album he was working on as his debut album. Someone stole his computer and leaked everything, and so half the tracks are like unfinished and halfway done. But ah. there's like a raw energy to it that's really cool. Anyway, awesome. He probably was mortified. Yeah. No, he didn't. Oh, that he, like, sucks. He like stopped his career for like ten years. He finally ten came. Ten years. He finally came back with like new tracks like. Three hours. What? Or, uh, three that years ago. That sucks. Yeah. Holy shit. No, I thought this he, happened recently. No, no, no. He's got a cool lore to him. Oh, it's awesome. that's dope. Yeah. Jay Paul. So he's returning now. Yeah. Well, he opened a music institute with his brother that like helps other musicians and stuff. So like Holy he did shit. something with his life, but he's back now. He just played at um. He spent ten years Coachella. tracking. D- oh, he just did Coachella. Yeah. <laughs> he spent ten years tracking down the guy who stole his computer. <laughs> <Yeah. Bird>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a revenge story that I bought. Um. Okay. Uh. Well, thank you guys. I. Yeah. I. I just wanted to give a little update on that. Thank I'm you. so glad. My foray into music. Yes. Which is apparently pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now let's get into uh, back into the world of dating, dating mm. advice. So yeah. we reached out a while ago. Uh, we got a bunch of questions from from our from our followers and listeners. A um, couple takeaways right off the bat. Um, a lot of people mentioned uh, wanting a queer perspective on this. Uh Luckily, Tommy, we had already cast you on on this before. I'm like, no, you were already <laughs> cast. No, we we already had, but uh, we did get a bunch of questions from from people uh, from from you know LGBTQ, and they were like, hey, maybe you should have someone else other than just Amanda and Shane. It's like, okay, don't worry. Uh, Correct. Uh, well, our last dating episode, we had um, Chance, and it was so it was so mm-hmm. eye opening for all three of us because all oh, wow. three of us were dating different. Types styles. of people, different oh, styles. Yeah. And it was so interesting. I think we enjoyed talking about dating, but it was so cool that we got to open up the forum and have you guys ask us these questions. Yeah. yeah. And then um, uh, a lot of people, and I wasn't surprised by this just because I've, well, I feel like the world at large nowadays, but yeah. a lot of people have said like they're just, they have no dating life. Um, yeah. So seeing that, I'm like, hey, it's really common. So if, if you're one of those people, don't feel bad. Super common. And also like, 
I'd say an overarching advice I'd have from this from the top is like your identity is not your dating life. Agree. You Absolutely. know, that's not your worth. Like get into things that make you happy, get into hobbies, get into things that you enjoy and that's more important I think than having a partner because when you have a partner it's not like Let's go sailing. It's like, um, <laughs> yeah. It's like they put a mirror up to you and they go, you said this. And you're like, uh, that's, uh, that's what it is. Uh, that's exactly what it and is. And they're like, hey, um, you said this. And you're like, you said this. You look like this. You made me feel like that. And, and you're like, oh, you're like, shit. Oh, I'm a monster. I don't know myself at all. I'm going to go travel the world. Goodbye. Let's like, go sailing. Let's that's go when you're sailing. sailing. By yourself. Oh, it's just you. Yeah. By yourself. It's, it, yeah. Um, all right. Are we ready for this first one? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Okay, here we go. Our first question we got uh, is from Yifmaster29. Um, I know I shouldn't get down in the dumps and feel like I'm too old to start dating, but how do I get past my social anxiety and put myself out there? Ooh. This is a tough one. It's one I've many times in my life I've related to. Mm-hmm. I have felt this way mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, first off, it, it's just, it is hard. It's really yeah. hard. And there's been a lot of talk about like the lack of third places nowadays. Like, third places? Third places, like not your home, um, not work, but like where oh. can you go where you don't have to spend money? Especially oh. if you like don't drink too. Yeah. Like there's a lot of bars. I will say you're never too old. Yeah, no. there's to some there's dating. some old men starting some new relationships, right? Yeah, absolutely. Bachelor. Absolutely. Yes. Golden Bachelor, you know. That I just feel like you're never too old, but I can understand the social anxiety, especially now since like people don't really meet face to face anymore. Right. It's it's really, really hard. And here's a here's like a negative little tidbit you can hold on to. <laughs> Um, yeah, good. If you're comparing yourself, don't do that. Obviously, everyone has their own track and their own path, but it's like if you're seeing a, quote, younger couple, it's like, are they going to stay together? They're going to have to start over also. Yeah. So, like... Try not to compare yourself do that. to a younger... I will say, uh, getting past your anxiety, I will say... You can't you you can't do it on your own. Like if you have a community, if you have kids, or if you have siblings, or you have friends, have them help you. Because my dad was single for a while, and me and my sister put him on a dating app. Whoa! We straight up, and he was like, "I don't want that girl." And we were like, "We're gonna put you on a dating app, and it's gonna happen." It was so hard to find a good picture of him though, because every picture was him in front of a plate of food with his thumbs up. <laughs> This was hey, really hard. That's a man that's who awesome. loves food. It was really hard. So we found we found some good photos, and my God, my dad's online dating blew up, and he was like 60-something, and he's like, girls, there's a lot of women who just want to talk. And I'm like, <laughs> that's great, Dad. Yeah. And and I think that you have to get uncomfortable. Like, yes. And I do think it's really good for you because he was just going through his routine all the time, and I think once you get older, it's like, Use your community to help you meet people. Right. And I, I don't say just like have friends create an online profile without you looking. Not like what I did. But use friends or community or or just go out and kind of push yourself to go to those little like uncomfortable places. Yeah. And and with the uncomfortable thing, it's like the first time you make yourself make yourself uncomfortable to try something new that's not the time you're going to meet someone. You have to continuously yeah. push right. against that uncomfortability and then you're going to be more open and stuff, you know? The more opportunities you give yourself. I yeah. 
I think also for me, my advice is like, you're talking about getting past your social anxiety. I felt that way a lot too. And the answer is that don't, you're not, maybe you won't get past your social anxiety. You're sitting there at home in your head trying to be like, okay, how do I get out of my head? It's like, you're going to sit there and try to solve yeah. that problem forever. And you're going to try to solve it by thinking. And yeah. that's in your head. You're never going to, ha- that's never going to happen. You go out there and, and you put yourself out there despite your social anxiety yeah. with it. like, right. and, and you can't help it, so you might as well just go out there and immersing yourself is going to help. That I, will help. Yeah. I also think being honest, like people don't just say honestly what they feel. Like you could go out there and meet someone and be like, I'm, this is scary. Like uh, meeting people right now is scary. Um, I think just being honest and genuine about where you're at is great. And yeah. more people relate to you than you realize because most people nowadays have social anxiety yeah we all just went through what we all went through for several years yeah. right we've all gotten a little more accustomed to just being inside yeah. uh so you're not alone um and, and you just got to go out there you just gotta you gotta do it um i found for me because it's also like when you say well you got to get out there it's like what does that look like right, right. for me what helps is when I, I stop focusing on dating and I focus more on I'm going to be a really good friend to my friends mm, and I'm going to really good. connect with them yeah. because then you're strengthening your network. Yep. Um, and you don't even think of it that way. Try to try as you best you can to not think about that stuff, but be like, I'm going to try to make more plans with my friends and, yep. and do more things. I have this hobby. How do I get out in the world with this hobby? Yeah. You know, it's like you might enjoy reading. We'll go to a reading club. Like... And it may not be that you meet someone at that reading club, but the more people that you're meeting and connecting with, mm-hmm. the more likely you are to meet more people. Yeah, and expand get your out community. There. Focus on that. Don't worry about finding that person. Mm-hmm. Just focus on people in your life and know mm-hmm. that um, it will maybe come along. Agreed. Um, that's a right. good one. Yeah, that was that's a great start. Can move on to our next one here. Let's do it. Uh, Puzzle headed. Uh, Puzzleheaded Bit 585 asked. Great name. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, sorry. I skipped over one. Uh, this one comes from at Martin 2016. Do either of you have tips or advice on how to meet people in person? I've tried the apps and I've had no luck. Uh, I kind of feel like you touched on that. I feel like that we just kind of did. I think it's the same thing. Go take classes that you. Like, I don't know, pottery classes, paint classes. I feel like going to bars feels like, yeah, go to a bar, but not everyone drinks. And not every, that, I feel like that isn't even more, that's scarier. Yeah. Sometimes. Those feel super scary. I never did that. Did you guys, did you guys ever like try try that, like going someplace kind of in the back of your head with the hope of meeting someone? Or is, was there any place that you Mm. did go that you met people? Because I never felt like I had much luck. I definitely met and, dated a bartender so that doesn't count <laughs> um, same but same yeah um yeah i don't i don't know i think the, relating to what we were talking about like you if you go to these places you can't just go and expect something to happen you know like you have regard- to go because you want to go because you want to go not because you're trying to find someone you know like a, your joy is what people are attracted to so it's like go to a class for you exactly and also i will say it's kind of a lot of pressure if you're going to meet someone because we can feel it. Yeah. It's like, okay, this guy's ready to meet right. someone. Right. Like For, he comes over, he's like, hello. And you're like, oh, uh, okay. uh, how, how, where are we going? Yeah. 
Yep. Honestly, one of the biggest issues I feel like for for straight dudes is is that the, yeah. that they're so you become predatory because yes. you are literally being a predator. You are seeking something out yeah. so much no. that it's going to push everyone away. Um, I know I said friends. I know I said in the last dating dating episode that I was like, hey, loving yourself is a love life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, I think that's actually what you need to do when you're single. Yep. And that is actually the key because I you, people who are just living their own life and interested in what they're interested in are the most interesting people. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so it's and the it, most attractive. Yeah. Regardless of what your exactly. physical form you is. Want, you want someone that is like all right, they go out and they care about themselves and they think about themselves and they work on themselves. Yep. I don't want someone who's like, "Oh my God, thank God I found you. You're gonna, right. you're gonna get me to that place." And you're oh, like, "Oh, Lord. yeah, too much responsibility." Also, karaoke. Okay, karaoke is a good time. So met my husband. Wow. Oh. Yeah, he came up to me and asked me out, and I was like, "No, absolutely not." <laughs> I was like, "I appreciate you writing your phone number down on a napkin. That is adorable." <laughs> oh. <laughs> And I, I kept it. I kept it for like two years. We were dating and I found it in my car. And I was like, oh, I found your thing. He's like, so you did want to go on a date with me. I was like, yes, but I just wasn't like, a, I wasn't ready. Yeah. yeah. I could fe- I could tell. I was like, oh, he's serious. He's like a serious person. Can I ask how he like, like what was his vibe when he came up? Like he wasn't predatory. He came up, he was like, you have a beautiful voice. You, you sing so well. Um, I'd really like to talk to you sometime and take you out if you'd like. Here's my number. And Look then he that. left and went with his friends. That's, that's great. A good, that's a great and he had his friends. Great. And his friends were like having a blast. And then I said no. And he was like, okay, no worries. Like not a big deal. Mm-hmm. And then the next time I saw him, I'm doing a terrible accent of him, by the way. And then the next time I saw him was a month Your later. Your advice is so gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Russian. Uh, hello. Uh, good advice. Uh, you sing uh, Oh well, yes. Oh, you do it the numa numa. I'm doing like Italian. But the next month he came by and I saw him and he was like, "Hello." And I was like, "Hey." And he didn't he wasn't like, "So." <laughs> he wasn't mad or anything. He was like, "Hello. Hi." Just So you're back here? I was like, "Yep." And he was like, "Cool. Ever uh ever still want to go out and hang out? We can you, get ice you cream." Said that? No, he said that. Oh. He said we can he was, get ice cream? He was like, do you want to get ice cream maybe sometime? And I thought that was the cutest thing ever. And I didn't feel pressure at all. And I said, sure. So we got ice cream on Easter. That's so cute. Yeah. Wow, okay, okay, there you go. See, yeah. it sounds like he was rolling a ball to you instead of pitching he that's was a, a that's baseball. A, he put know? the ball in my court. Like I didn't feel like if I said no to him, he was going to get mad at me. And also... Just because I said no to him the next time I saw him, it's not like he held a grudge. Right. At all. Like, he he was just like, hey, what's up? Like, it, it was like I didn't owe him anything. Right. I think a lot of people f- feel rejected sometimes, but what they don't realize is that the girl or the guy or anyone is going through their own thing at the same time. So it's yeah. not it's not always a rejection of you. It's a rejection of timing, um, the place, how they feel in that moment. Like, yeah, maybe they're having a bad week. Exactly. Like I said no to him, and thank God that he was like, okay, all right. Yeah, maybe that, Now you're married going. and have eight kids. Yeah. Now <laughs> 50, 50 little kids running around, <laughs> little angels, and we take them to karaoke and we get ice cream. <laughs> I think the the rolling the ball to you thing though is pretty like it's a good description because I think what a lot yeah. of dudes don't do well is they don't make the other person feel safe, and yes. that's like a big key if you're trying to like talk to someone new. 
it was always my biggest fear as I was just like, I don't want to make them feel. And so I just didn't talk to them. But oh. I think he did it in a great way. Yeah. It's like, yeah. hey, um, I'm I'm giving I'm letting you know something, and then I'm gonna walk away. He was very your decision. He was very confident in himself, and that was already a plus. And also, I felt like his life would go on, and he would grow and live without me. Mm-hmm. And right. that was a big plus for me. I was like, if I said no to him again, he'd be like, "All right, have a great night." Like I, I just, I desperately wanted someone who was independent of me. I don't want to be like. Some people love that. I personally get very scared of like being one person. Hmm. So I enjoyed that he was like, balls in your court. I won't be mad either way. I'm still going to live a life and grow and and build this version of myself. Because if you're living your own life, you're not desperate. Yep. Yeah. So I think people, I think people sit inside and they they gear themselves up to go out and ask people out. And then when they do, I think all that energy, energy. comes out at once. Yep. And the other person doesn't feel safe. No. Not that the fact that we think you're gonna murder us right away. I mean it's just a lot of energy. It's, it's just, just a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lot of pressure. Yeah. yeah, you want it to be easygoing. You want it to be fun. Yeah. Yes. All right. Next you want to like be friends. You don't want to be like Hold on, I don't even know you, man. You are friends yeah. on those first couple dates. Yeah, like that's yeah, ultimate, that's, all that's it is. ultimately yeah. Puzzle headed <laughs> bit five eight five asks when is when is a good time to fart for the first time in front of someone you're dating? Uh, if you're I like me, it. I don't really, I don't really. I, I which is probably surprising considering my personality. Yeah, I don't in relationships. Nasty guy. Really fart. Why? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't. All right. Interesting. Tommy? What if I just do you one, suck it back what in? If I just let one rip right now, I mean, I'd feel comfortable with you. I would not be you. shocked. Uh, I don't know if I <laughs> suck it back suck in. Suck it back in. That's not healthy, Shane. I don't think yeah. I do that. I think I'm just like I'm just going to be a little more stealthy about it. If you have to fart on a date, I'm not going to. Where are you going to go? First few dates, no, absolutely not. What if you can't? I will. I, I I will say, and I've probably gotten better about it. I don't know. I I used to be. There'd be times where I'd be in pain. <laughs> Right back. I gotta oh no! Gotta can't let this out. And then you get in the car after that date, and it's just like remember your that car, your car just like poof. <laughs> you look like Violet from Willy Wonka. You're like rolling Violet, to your car. You okay? Cow! <laughs> remember that? Remember that commercial from like the '80s where the guy picks up the girl? Do we remember the commercial from the '80s or the '90s? <laughs> Wait, guys, come on! It's a well-known commercial where the guy picks up the girl from the date and and goes, "Hey!" And she goes, "I'm so excited." He goes, "Yeah!" And he puts her in the car, and then he's walking around the car, and she looks around, and she's like, and she lets yeah. out a huge part yeah. in the car, and then the guy gets in and goes, "Woo!" Woo! <laughs> he goes, and you met Janet and and Mark, and they're in the back seat, and they go, "Yeah, we met." <laughs> She's have, like, "I have seen that commercial." Oh my god! No, it's a I it's a good one. It's a good one. Anyways, sometimes I have to go off on that. No. Okay, oh, what sure. about you, Tommy? You guys have timelines. Uh, fart timelines. Fart timelines. Um, I don't know. The I feel it's kind of like a, a feel it when it's right kind of a thing. Um, <laughs> I feel like there's a level of comfortability that you like. You can't, you know, it's like okay, like you piss and you shit at their apartment. Yeah. Great, we've already you get through that like level. Then it's like, That's oh, big. I'm changing into like more comfortable clothes, or it's like I took off my pants and now we're hanging out in like pajama style, right? Sure. It's like okay, we've got done that, <laughs> and so it's like you've kind of real. It's like once you're kind of like 
blanket it up and you're like watching a thing and it's like you've had a few bits and you're feeling good and the and then you know you, you get a little puffy in the downstairs you got to let it loose you go a little poof poof down into the um into the couch if they smell it the conversation begins if they don't we start testing the limits I'm so glad we have a queer perspective. Are you, are you, are you you guys though, like in your idealistic relationship, are you the type like eventually you want to have the toilet or the, the, the bathroom door open and like be letting them rip all the time? (laughs) Weirdly, I don't want to see my partner. I, well, I don't, I don't care. It's just like, that's not what I want, but I do want them to like just rip a huge one in front of me and me be like, fuck yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. what I want. Yeah. Because that's how okay. I was raised. Yeah, that's how okay. I was raised too. I don't want like the door open just ripping it. <laughs> yeah, that's like, a little too. Some people, some people are like, yeah, leave the bathroom door open while you're taking Here's the shit. thing. We leave the bathroom door open just because the door sometimes gets locked and we get locked in. Here's the thing. I think farting in front of each other is the ultimate way to be like, all right, we're in. I I abs- I could not imagine being married to someone that I couldn't fart in front of. Oh just God. because, just because you're life, a human. You're human, and you're an animal. But here's the difference. I don't think I don't think it's cute when a guy's like, "Hey, babe, watch out." <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm like Aruga. Happy <laughs> Valentine's Day, babe. <laughs> and then they just fart on your head and then Dutch oven you. Like, I don't want that. But I, I I was telling you that I love like that fucking thing going around on Instagram. Guess the fart. I think that shit is so. Oh, that's funny. what. See that. That's what I mean. Partners that's funny. farting. I think it's so funny. <laughs> and you know what? I think it's great. Yeah. It's like a and and it's fine if you don't like it. I get it. Listen, I I get it. I I think it's fine if you don't like it. But I just I Amanda couldn't imagine. Yeah, you want to be able to. So, are like, you ever gonna? Uh, like, I, like, I, I think I, I, I think I could. Like, I could be like, okay, I, I, I would be okay doing it, but I'm not gonna be like openly like, yeah, ha, ha, like, not, <laughs> right. not, not gonna and have I, that kind. I want to say that's not exactly where. <laughs> That's not my goal, but I'm fine with that. I'm you know, fine. I am a person. I am a person like in relationships, door door shut for the bathroom. Okay. Uh, if like I, that's I lived, I've lived alone a lot for a lot of periods of my life, and I keep the door oh. shut even then. Oh yeah, I like privacy. See, I close my own bathroom when I'm. I alone. never had privacy growing up ever. See, that's I right. had sisters coming in and out. Now to this day, if it's a but pub, that didn't make you want privacy. If we're going there, yeah, I wanted privacy, but I. I don't know, like, I'm just so... Sure. I think it feels more comfortable. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, okay. I don't know. Like, even when I, my sisters, when, when we are older, like, if we go to a restaurant, we'll both be like, we'll use the bathroom together. Yeah. I, I don't know, like, oh. it's just... Okay. Yeah. Wow. All right. All, all the time. Hey. And then sometimes I'll be like, hey, do you want to come in the bathroom with a friend? And they're like, no. No. Like, I don't need no. to do that. And, you, and I'm like... Okay, I got a big one brewing. Right. <laughs> it's gonna be All crazy. Right. You want yeah. in on this? I just want to. I just want someone to witness. <laughs> it's not that I'm, they're coming in. I'm taking a dump. Okay. Check my log. Okay, let's move on okay. to the next one. Jesus, good question okay. though. 
This episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. If you're like me, you struggle with grocery shopping, cooking for yourself, the cleanup of it all. It's expensive and it's exhausting. But luckily, HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit, is here to help you out with pre-portioned delicious meals that are chef-crafted, made with farm-fresh ingredients, delivered straight to your door. It's pretty awesome. Oh, it is awesome. I made a meal. It was spicy maple chicken, sweet potatoes, and green beans. Ooh. My Eastern European husband loved it. I was like, thank you very much. But there's also very quick and easy meals that are only 15 minutes. Oh, that's what I need. That's okay. what I need. You're fast. I, I, I like convenience. Me and too. this sounds convenient. Go to HelloFresh.com slash SmoshMouthFree and use code SmoshMouthFree for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash SmoshMouthFree with code SmoshMouthFree. That's amazing. That's pretty good. Let's do it. All right, back to the show. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money which literally saved my life because I downloaded the app and I realized I had a million subscriptions that I was paying for and completely forgot about. I know that's probably the case for me. I'm really forgetful and I, I have stuff from probably years, years ago that I'm not using. Ugh, I need it. I need it. I you need it. you do because it like hooks up to your bank and then it goes through everything and sees how much you're spending and it helps you with your budget. <sighs> Crazy. Yeah, that's impressive. Mm-hmm. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. All things I need. Yeah, you do, because I was spending so much money for no reason. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year, with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash smoshmouth. That's rocketmoney.com slash smoshmouth. Rocketmoney.com slash smoshmouth. Let's get back to the show. Let's do it. Okay, this one's a little different. Okay. Uh, Princess Danielle143. Uh, uh, your Highness. Which means I love uh, you. Uh, <laughs> um, asks, how do I get over someone when you have to see them every day? It's a coworker. This is juicy. That's a That's juicy a... question. That's a tough one. I feel like yeah. a lot of people experience this. Ooh, how do you get over someone? So they've either already expressed interest or they know they can't be with or them. they don't want to to do this. Um, right. There's a lot of reasons in a workplace why it may not be right. Oh um, boy. How do you get over someone? Is a really good question. Right. I feel like there's a few ways. Like I think the coworker has to do something that really makes you feel like, ugh, like, F you, dude. And then you can start to, like, yeah, get over in them. In your mind, oh, like, cancel them. In your mind, exactly. <laughs> you, mean, like, you mean that stage of, like, uh, a breakup or something where it's, like, you're mad, and so it's like, oh, now I'm free because I'm mad at you. There's no, like, sorrow. Yeah, I don't Is that know. what you're going for? It's it No, I'm thinking, like, if you want to get over them, but you can't, and you see them every day. Right. I don't know. I like, find a way of, to get annoyed find, by find them. Find a way to get annoyed by them. Find an ick. I, th there you go. That sounds like maybe not the healthiest way, but. I, yeah. There's something to be said just about acceptance of like, you know, of just like, this isn't going to work. This isn't going to happen. Mm -hmm. And reminding yourself of that and being like, okay, there's so much more in life than this But I person. think it's hard when it's your coworker. It is tough when you see him every day. And it depends on what the split was, because if it was just like a, I guess we're not a good match kind of a thing, yeah. then there's like this, oh, every time you like see them, you know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
get another job as if it's that easy. Um, That's what I was saying. What if the split was on them? What if they were like, I can't do this anymore? And you were like, wait, what? And then you had to see them every day. That's the danger of dating a coworker. I mean, you know, yeah. but uh, but also I'm I'm assuming this could also be someone who just is simply has a crush on their coworker, and they maybe it's been going on for months or a year or years, mm-hmm. and they just can't like. So how do they get over it? And I think people deal with this a lot in high school and and stuff. But you, you graduate eventually. Right. Um, I think high level. If it's really intense. I think it is. Leave your job. Get a different job. Move forward. I mean, that's hard though. It's very true. Transfer. Uh, yeah, but if that's possible. Yeah, if possible. But there's got to be other ways. Just find another person. Yeah, find <laughs> another coworker that you have a crush on. Not another coworker. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Find another person outside of your job that you have a crush on. Also. I know it's tempting to date people at your job, but it is so hard. Mm-hmm. It's so it's very hard. So hard. Yeah. It's a, it's but sometimes a it's unavoidable. Dangerous game. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's 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 a dangerous game. But it's also dangerous. Uh, I feel like when you're dating like someone in your friend group, stuff like that, like things that with stakes. That is so. But also dating dating just comes with stakes. But yeah, friends, relationships and dating comes with stakes. Woo, man. Friend group. I almost thought, sometimes feel like dating within a friend group is more. Yes. High stakes than dating a coworker. Yes, right. Because at, at work like, there's Oof. rules, and at work it's like, okay, it didn't work out. It's like I'll just do my job. Right. Yeah. Most places okay. I feel like you can just be like, well, we'll just do our job. Can you move your like desk? Can you figure out a way? <laughs> 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 Why are you moving? Because uh, I love you. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, just getting that's over a really someone, hard one. Getting over someone's hard. I, truly, like that's one of those situations where I'm like. Talk about it with a therapist or like talk about it with, talk about it with friends. Talk about it with yeah, someone. Just you talk can about it. Talk about it. Also, I will say time. Time oh. does heal all. Yeah. Heal. Yeah. Just all. Some. <laughs> Do we want to move on? Sure. Yeah. I, feel like I don't know what else to say. On yeah, that. I don't know. That's we had a, a hard it's a, time. It's a toughie. Um, Stardew Simp asks, what, in your opinion, is the best place to take someone on a first date? Something where you can somewhere where you can talk, some activity you both enjoy doing. Uh, it's tough out there, man. Uh, Ooh, I have yes. I have the answer. Go, Tommy. Hey, what is it? Listen up. Here's the answer. Ooh. Find yourself a museum, whether it's an art museum or a history museum or a weird museum, whatever, mm. or an aquarium or a zoo, a place where you can walk around and move around look at something and talk about something, now you have something to talk about that can start conversations about other things. And then there's an activity that you're doing which is moving through a space and then that activity ends. Then you're done, you've done the museum, it's over. You can go bye bye or you can, you know, keep going, find a (laughs) second museum. That is literally (laughs) genius. I I actually think that that is genius. Cause I was gonna say walking Maybe with like a beverage, like a coffee, maybe not, maybe not like a bar, like walking with a beverage and it's either like walking in a museum or um outside. The right. only thing is outside. Gotta walk back. Gotta walk back. And sometimes it gets a little quiet and uh-huh. you don't have things to look at. And you yeah. are so right about the museum because it ends. It ends. Mm. You're, You're done. So you run right. out. Whereas walking, you'd be like, you want to keep, yeah, keep going on that not- hill? Yeah. And you're like, actually, no. I got to walk the hour back to my car. Right. So I've, I think that's brilliant, Tommy. Thank you. Hey, thanks. Yeah. I've done art museums before. Mm-hmm. Um, some art museums are bigger than I realized. <laughs> and we get there, I'm like, damn, this is forever. Um, yeah. But it is true. Um, 
I still, for me, feel like like just something super small for the first date, like a coffee coffee date, just so it's such an easy out. Mm. That because you're right, it does end, but there's still like a little bit of a there's a little bit of a lift to get yeah, to and um, mm. whereas coffee, it's like we're just talking, and now it depends on what kind of first date. If it's someone I know well enough, like I've hung out, like in friend groups, like it's or, or something, like if it's someone I'm a little bit more familiar with, dinner, like a then meal. I would maybe do the the art mm. museum or a zoo or something. But if it's a complete stranger, like I saw this person at a party or I met him at a bar. Ooh. That's then true. I would maybe say, "Hey, you want to get coffee or like, yeah. like, like, uh, or like ice cream? Just something quick, something like, hey, public we're just getting place. this public and yep. this. We're just sitting down here where other people are at. We're just gonna talk. We're just gonna gauge if we're actually down. And then second date, or or more like that's the prequel to the actual yeah. first date where we then Which go could someplace. Do, see the Mind yeah. you, when I got ice cream, I had work that day." So I had like two hours. So I had somewhere to be. Right, kind of nice. Which was actually really, really nice. Because it was like, I had two hours to be, and then... There's always something, yeah. would that be a good thing for, because I feel like for, for, for men who are dating women, I feel like a, a worry that I always had, uh, have, or have is, is um, making them feel like, I don't want to make anyone feel creeped out or, or nervous or whatever. And I think a lot of dudes have that fear. And I almost wonder if it's a smart tactic for men to to give that time limit of like, hey, we can meet up here. I have to go somewhere after. Mm, I don't know. So? That feels like then it's they're like, not great. There's interested. No pressure. Yeah. So I, I would say that I understand men trying to make women feel safe, but I also think that men or women or men and men, women and women, like I also feel like there's like a, a fun edge to be like, if the chemistry's there, then you don't have to push that hard to make me try to feel safe. Do you know yeah, what I'm saying? That's, mm -hmm. that's like, true. if the edge is there, if you're a little, if you're too like worried and polite, then I'm like, mm. then I'm worried. So you're like, what's you're wrong? Right. So I you're think so that right. if it's like I have somewhere to go for, but I can meet you, it feels like you're not even like super interested. Yeah. And this is just me speaking from like a guy to Amanda, mm -hmm. but. Um, I think if you're like, hey, want to meet up at this place? And if it's daytime, then I kind of get a better gist of who you are. Mm -hmm. If it's daytime, then I'm getting a gist that you are more interested in me. Yeah. If it's like nighttime, nine o'clock at a bar, then I'm like, okay. Sure. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Like time of the day also matters. Yeah. And right. I think I will always feel safe in the day, really. So you don't even have to do too much legwork right. if it's coffee Daytime. Because during the day, that's usually like, you wouldn't have done this had it not been for this date, is Exa more the vibe. That's Where it's right. like, if it's at a bar, then it's like, would you have just been here anyway? Correct. Wow. Or like, do you know the bartenders? Like, do you, I don't know. Right, yeah. I think at, for Tom, for boy dating Tommy, the, <laughs> I have, I'd love to go this and that with you, and I have somewhere to be at that point, I'd be like, great. I don't think that would phase me at all. Just huh. from my own history yeah. and stuff, yeah. I would just I be like, it was "At least he wants to go out with me." <laughs> I think if it was prefaced, if if it was, and it, this is if someone asked me out, or if if I'm asking someone out, so I'm letting them know I'm interested by asking them out. Yeah, and then I'm like, "Hey, there's this day we could go meet up for coffee. I'm gonna have to go somewhere after this, but that's cool. That's what, that's what I'm saying. I just just to like ease that pressure off. Yeah, um, I think if it was like, "Hey, I want to meet you here," and then the day of, it's like, "Just heads up, I have to leave it." Oh yeah, oh, not like, on the day. Oh. No, not on the day. Not on the not day. On the day. 
Amanda, not I a day. Go. Tricky. Also, also, I will say, if the first date doesn't go well and you still want to see them, that's okay too. Like, I just think yeah. the first few dates can be awkward, can be a little bit like weird. But I think as long as you have that feeling of like, I do want to see you again, then no matter what happened, the date went well. And I think you go in in it with the mindset of like, we're just hanging out. Like I'm, this is like a friend. Like I do think you have that mindset. You have to, yeah, you have to get, you have to like just want to get to know just, them. Yeah, you're just yeah. hanging out. Um, okay, next question here. This comes from uh, by NFJ. Um, there is so much toxicity among men in the dating world. What's some advice you have for confronting male friends who are acting toxic in their dating lives in a way that won't just make them angry, sending them deeper into toxicity? Yay. Brutal. Um, yeah, I mean, I, um, you know, I, I see a lot of this stuff on social media and everything. The manosphere is pretty crazy nowadays. Um, and straight dudes are getting served so much bullshit. We always have, though. Like, I remember as a teenager, the stuff that I would be told by other men of like what to do in the dating world. I realize you look back and you're like, that was so friggin' out of the, out of this world stupid. I mean, I, I was a teenager when uh, the pickup artist was on VH1. Oh oh. And I mean, that's the type of stuff you get served and you're like, this is yep. what you should do. Terrible. And it's all bullshit. And I, I realized at a certain point is so many of us are complaining about dating not working out and the only dating advice we're getting is from other men. And it's like, no wonder it's not working, man. Like, right. you were not listening to the people that we want to date. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That Like, what Go, do they, what are they saying? Go and talk to them. But then we're told, like, these manosphere people, they're like, don't listen to them. Like, whatever. It's like, but it's so funny because it, it wasn't a term that I'd heard until a couple years ago, but, like, the female gaze. And it's so interesting mm. about, like, what men think it, men should be to be attractive versus what women actually are attracted to. I think it goes the other way too. I think there's toxicity within women too oh, totally. of like what they think a man wants. So then those toxic women date those toxic men. Well, and then but then then those toxic men use those toxic women as an example of like this is what women want. Yeah. This is what they're saying they and want. And this is it's what like, they did to we're, fuck we're me over. completely ignoring the majority. Yeah. And uh, then in the gay world, you have male gays versus male gays, men knowing what they want to be attractive and then they're both right about that. And it's <laughs> and it's and it's bad. It's not okay. <laughs> Cuz we're just going bop, 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 in like a echo chamber. So it's all yeah. How do anyway. You, how do you fix that? You just <laughs> you just <laughs> I, I don't. Uh -huh. Hey, I, well, I haven't found the answer yet, Amanda. I, <laughs> it's the secret. But my th listen, and this is someone asking, how do they talk to one of their uh, male friend? Sometimes it might be a bit of a lost cause. I mean, yeah. truly, I don't. I know do what agree. To tell you. Some people are so locked in, and that goes beyond dating. Just nowadays with the internet, some people have just bought in to things. I and agree. You can't get them out. But I would say to any dudes listening. Be very careful of what you're hearing online. I know there's a lot of irony in that you are hearing what I'm saying online, but when you're on TikTok, when you're on Twitter, you're hearing these dudes telling you about the dating world, they are trying to sell you something. Yep. They want you to be their follower so that they can, they are they are using mm -hmm. you, man. There's always some sort of catch and they're feeding you bullshit. Um, also, don't listen, like... If you if you are a man wanting to date a woman or or vice versa or a man dating a man like listen to the 
listen to the group of people that you want to be dating. It's very true. Like yeah. it's 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 and and there's not a lot of women or men who will speak their mind, but the ones that do are the ones that you want to be listening to. Yeah. Like if a dude is trying to sell you another like another dude like you got to do this for a woman, you got to get fit, you got to get like it's just bullshit. I also had a realization recently of that, you know, men are men obviously objectify women a ton. And I but they also objectify themselves a ton yeah. too. Yeah. And I when you make that realization of how much you're you're the you're making this dating world thing just this bullshit game that has no meaning anymore and there's no humanity to it, you are fucked. And yep. then you start complaining about it. it's like, well, it's impossible, and, and and it's and you're blaming the wrong people. You're it's your there is so much that's your mindset. Yeah. And and maybe maybe it is going to be hard no matter what. But you are unhappy mm-hmm. not because you're not having success in the dating world. You're unhappy because you hate yourself. Yeah. Right? Because you've told yourself because you're not having luck that you're worthless. Yeah. You have to let it all go. Went down the wrong hallway. None of the doors are going to open. Go to the yes. other hallway. Yeah. Knock just, on the good doors. I love that. Walk away from it entirely is my advice if a dude is saying like, well, I'm feeling miserable because it's like, well, then, yeah. then leave it alone I, for a while. I also, think, I also think that if you have a toxic male friend and you want to try to give them advice, see if they really want your advice. True. And also if they really want to get out of their comfort zone and learn how to truly be happy and learn about, you know, their the potential partner that they want. Because some of them just don't. Some of them aren't even ready. And then it's a, truly a lost cause. But if you yeah. feel like they are, then I would say approach them with like they've never heard what you're ever going to say ever. Yeah. Yep. What are you going to say, Tommy? I don't remember. But it's also a, a it's, matter. It was actually that, I think, that oh. you can't give someone advice unless they want it. Correct. And also, you know, if they're the certain kind of toxic I'm thinking, if they also just don't respect you as a person and a friend, I mean, you Bye. start to question if they're worth having around, yeah. you know? Right, I mean, screw the topic. It's like, that's not a good friend. Yeah, exactly. Huh. Maybe it's maybe it's their brother. And if it's their brother, well, good luck. <laughs> Maybe, oh, maybe got it. Talking about, yeah. No, what? No, I got confused. Uh, I'm dumb, Amanda. No, I'm anyway, dumb. Keep going. All right. Here's our <laughs> next question. Uh, uh, Diddy K2810 asks, um, how do you actually deal with catching feelings for a friend? Should you tell them as soon as possible or wait to see if the feelings are mutual? Do not tell them as soon as possible. No. I would talk to another one of your friends. (laughs) I I would try to, if you have another trusted friend, uh, maybe outside of the friend group, Mm -hmm. but definitely get a second opinion. Yeah, I would say talking within the friend group can get a little dicey because you don't know the friend that you're talking to because some friends get worried that the friend group is going to break up because of potential crush. Or they'll tell the person. Or they'll tell the person and you don't want that. No. I mean, you maybe wanted that in high school because that was fun, but you don't want that. And yeah, that's. that's <laughs> and that's I just, the news. I just went down a high school memory. Um, I, yeah, I, I think getting an outside perspective is probably the best thing because that's someone who knows you. Mm-hmm. Also, waiting, you know, feelings are mutual. How do you know if feelings are mutual? I feel Besides like. You have to ask. I do feel like, though, you know, when a parent or, or someone watches and goes, you and your best friend should just get married. And you're like, what? Ew. 
wait, what? Yeah. Because you're like all over each other. Your chemistry is crazy. But I think it gets tricky with age too. Like I have a lot of friends that people are like, oh my God, you guys are together. And we're like, no, we're just best friends. No, we're just hanging out. And sometimes I feel like people get that mixed up. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know. I think it's tricky. I think best friends, you really care about them. They can feel like family. Mm -hmm. But sometimes that can get tricky. It's like, Wait a yeah, second. Yeah, your brain can't decipher what kind of love it is. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it is tricky, and you have to really decide, too, of like, okay, even if the feelings are mutual, like, is this worth is this the risk? Exactly. Or is the friendship more valuable? Um, and usually that's the only way to find out is take the risk. Like I you, you, couldn't you're, agree you're, more. You're gonna, you might lose this friend as a friend. Yeah. I that's, couldn't agree more. But if, you, if, if the feelings are so strong that it's getting in the way of, like, being a friend to this person. You don't know how to act around them. Right. Then you need to bring it up because that's already weird. Right. And other friends in the friend group are going to react in a way that's like, don't do this. Don't. I've right. I've had friend groups, yeah, have, have issues because of two people started dating. And like, you know, oh, yeah. at, at this age, like years later, I don't judge either of them. I'm like, no. yeah, it's people right. are being people. Sometimes but. you just have to take the risk, exactly like Tommy said, to see if it's even going to work. Right. Yeah. I, I don't, and there's so much, at least like in a younger version of me and like younger people, there's all of this like, my friends, my friends. <laughs> and it's like, okay, you know how many friends you're going to have? Yeah. You know how many friend groups you're going to morph and shift and pocket into? It's like, yes, yes friends are precious and friends can be family and all of that stuff. That's not, I'm not saying that that's not true. Yeah. It's also like you know, you'll make more friends. You'll make more friends. <laughs> totally. If you lose this friend, it'll hurt. You might cry. It might take three years, 10 years, whatever. There will be other friends coming to you during that time that you can yeah. build a relationship with in a friend way. Yes, exactly. That's what it's all about. That's like living. You have to take yeah. these risks. And you're going to keep changing. So your friends are going to keep changing. Exactly. If you don't change, something's wrong. With you. <laughs> something's wrong. <laughs> uh, okay, here's a, here's a very good one. Oh, actually, can I pop yeah. in really quick about yeah. um, if you're a gay guy and you like your gay f or, or you like a friend that you don't know is gay? Ooh, we, we kind of talked about this in a Reddit stories once, I think. And here's 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 my take. No, don't do it. Forget about it. Oh. Move on. They if, if he turns out to be straight, it get it get too weird. It gets too weird. I've oh. I've never been someone who's done this. I just know people who this I has like happened to. to. Yes. Because I like when I came out, I was like, "Well, I don't want to be them." So my brain went, "And you'll never have a crush on a friend." Don't know how that happened, but worked out. Wow. Anyway, so that's just, that's just like my gay, my little queer thing is like, if that's happening, I and you don't know their like who they're interested in. That's where it's like. Spooky. Well, but, that's also someone who's going through something, right? Like, are there, or you don't, if maybe they are not fully comfortable, like, you know what I mean? Like, they're they're maybe. still figuring out. Or maybe out. they're straight they're still... and they really care for you, so they try out that path with you. Oh, sure. But well, then they, it's. Right. Well, then if they've, if the, if the, the, quote, straight person, right, whatever, like, tried some stuff with you, like, then they've consented to that experiment. And so that's a little sure. different. It's more like, this one where it's like, I have a crush on my friend mm -hmm. and I'm gay and I don't know if they're gay. And so it's like, that might be even heavier of a risk to take to say, yeah. Yeah. I have a crush on you, you gay dog, Yeah, you know? And then it and, becomes like, yeah. And what if, what if they, what if they're like, yes, I'm gay and I want to be with you. 
And that's awesome. You took that risk and there you go. And then they're like, okay, now I'm straight again. Great. And then you break up three years later. Wow. Wow. That was just for I wonder what it's like in the lesbian (laughs) community. Well, they, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Well. I'll lesbian have community to do a is I'll different. Have to dig in and do we'll have to do another. Moment. We'll have to do another one of these episodes and yeah. get Correct. Some perspectives. Uh, Chance was talking a lot about uh, when we talked about our dating lives. He was talking about in his friend group where they're all gay, right? About the complications. Yes, that gets about maintaining Trump. friendships, but you're also how they're normal. like. I will hook right. you up with that guy that you have a crush on, and then they hook up with him. Right. Well, that's also <laughs> like there's these are two different kind of gay worlds. You can have the gay world where there's like big groups of gays where a bunch of gays hang out together. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, they might say, you know, uh, take a picture on the beach and all of their speedos and look identical. Things like that. <laughs> um, it's like there's that kind of, of gay person. And then there's the IP blood this morning kind of gay person. <laughs> Um, who's I, me? Uh, that's me. Uh, if you, go watch who memed it if you haven't seen that. Um, I have. Um, was, wasn't there the comment underneath that who memed it of just like, wait, I don't understand. And it's like, well, they come from two different gay houses. Gay houses. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm not. I'm not dissing either group. It's just sure. like I actually was part of a like gay group of like. UCB gay comedians <laughs> and that was like fun because it was a small group and a small group and two of them were dating and guess what they broke up and the group fell apart and it was we were together for like four months and it was no like a, more beach aw. photos with right. speedos but anyway um, that's that's its own weird hellscape at Got least it. for me yeah. as coming from this side as like having a crush on them but then they're fucking them and then they're fu- I'd be like crushes I think suck. I, I think crushes <gasps> yeah. are. I think overall, crushes are fun. I, I remember when I was younger, like mm. crushes were often agonizing because I was just like, because I, I had no self esteem mm. and I was so insecure. So I was just like, well, it's never gonna happen. So every crush was just this like, <gasps> oh damn, it's just terrible. it just sucks. I also hate crushes, but I do like flirting. It's like See, different. I don't even know how to do that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a lot. I, I got a lot of things to teach that you. Shit, man. I gotta take you to a place and leave you alone with a bunch of people and go flirt now. <laughs> flirt now. Go and flirt then now. they're gonna bring me back and be like, "We found this poor child <laughs> in the middle of this." Are you his mom? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, I love flirting and I love crushes. I believe that. Yeah, yeah that's very you. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, moving on. What are some dating red flags and deal breakers mm. that you look f- out for? Ooh, uh, yeah, those are those are legit for me personally. Um, being a woman, I look out for controlling behavior, telling me what to wear, um, telling me who I can't hang out with. If they ever use the word, you have to cut that person off. Uh, that's an immediate red flag for me. Not wanting to spend any time with my family, big mm. red flag for me. Um, getting very jealous if I'm wearing something, you know, sexier or whatever, getting very, very jealous. Interesting. Um, yeah. Coming from Boston, I experienced a lot of jealous, jealous men and I just, I reject it. I despise it. It, I hate it. I hate when a guy wants to start a fight. But there's a difference. I think I've warmed up to what jealous actually means and what protection actually means. And I have to figure out what that means to me because it's totally something different now. But I think a little bit of jealousy is good. You know what I mean? Like I don't want my partner to be like, yeah, go off. I don't care. I trust you. Whatever. Right. But I think a little bit of jealousy shows like some fun kind of like connection, some kind, mm. some 
Like, it's you and me, right? Interesting. It's there, but it's not controlling. Yeah, I, I'm still working on what jealousy means to me, but I, I think that there can be a healthy jealousy. Do you feel like it's like the extremes that are the red flag? So it's like if you're extremely jealous or like, let's say independent, you're too independent, you don't even care about Extreme what. apathy is also, it, it'd be like, oh, so you don't give a shit at all. Do you know right. what I think it is? I think it's jealousy and I'm always the um, culprit. Oh, where I'm consistently blamed, like you made him do that or whatever. That feels like a very past relationship thing in my life mm -hmm. that I find as a red flag. Interesting. Um, yeah, the those emotion, the, the feeling of jealousy is not necessarily the problem as much as it is like them. Yeah, it's the controlling thing. It's them being like, they're putting it on you. They're making you feel bad about yeah, it. Yeah, and also like ultimatums. Like yeah. you can yeah. never. Oh, well, that's control. You can never. Yeah. yeah. So those are my those are my big red flags. Mm -hmm. Control is it's a lot of controlling behaviors. I mean, we all. I think even at a young age, we all go. Well, I don't want to be with someone controlling, but there's so many controlling behaviors that I microaggression, like, like little little ones. Oh yeah. Until little later. ones where they're like, I don't know about that friend. Maybe you shouldn't talk to them. And then a year later, you're like. Oh shit, I'm not talking to that friend. I'm not talking to any of my friends. Yeah. It's little, little things. Yeah. For me, a similar one, I think it comes down to controlling is like, I remember when I was younger, I was very into like sarcasm and like, oh, I like girls with, with sarcasm and stuff. And they're like, you know, if they'd be like, oh, that's so dumb or like what I was saying. So random. But then, but then, but then. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's so random. random. No, uh, but then it kind of turned into, wait, oh, are they being sarcastic or are they being mean? <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, oh, I'm this person's mean. mean. Like, they're being mean to me. Uh, uh, and and you like, I was like, wait, why am I? But that's partially of like, oh, I didn't believe I was good enough. Right. So yeah. uh, if they said that, I was like, hi, yeah. Um, so that nowadays is absolutely like, I am not into any sort of like negative like, I think that's also like disrespecting in public. Like when yeah. so, I think it's a big red flag when someone's like, "Ugh, my husband's such a fucking I hate idiot. that," or like, so "My sick. wife sucks." Ball and chain. I think disrespectful um, name calling mm -hmm. is so is such a red flag. Yeah. I, I think that. I, I don't know if that ties in with like the mean aspect. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's a factor. It's in like, oh, I judge yeah. people when they are disrespectful towards their partners yeah, of or course friends. Yeah, like my partner, you know, farted again. That's it, there's, <laughs> right. there's times where yeah. it's a joke where I'm like, okay, but you're not saying it with actual disrespect. Right. You're, you're fucking with each other. Yeah. There's almost a respect in that's like similar to our funeral roasts. Right. Where I'm like, there is so much respect in us you roasting each it. other there. Yeah. But there is then the like, actual disrespect when yeah. you see someone talking down about someone. Um, I, I hate it. Um, so that's that's for me. And yeah, controlling behaviors of any mm -hmm. sort is immediately like, nope, mm -hmm. done. There's also like little red flags. Like if you like are at a party and you have your partner with you and they're like by your side the whole time. Oh. And they're like, uh, 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 mm. hey, you know, Big I'd one. be like, get away. Or if like you're, you'd never see them again. You know what I mean? Like it's just like uh, it's the both. it's the extremes. It's the at least for me, yeah. I sometimes feel like I can't breathe when my partner is attached to my hip. I'm yeah. literally like I cannot breathe. Right. Yeah. But that I always thought that that was just me, like extreme, like <gasps> I need my space. But I think that that is it's a red pretty flag. Universal. Yeah. And yeah. then I I don't know about the not seeing. I guess not seeing your partner at a party the whole time. I get that. I mean, that's not as a bad balance. as being. Depends on the party. Right. Depends on the party. Right. Balance. Yeah. What about what about like flirting and 
I personally would not want my partner to be flirting that much, I think. Okay. Well, eh, actually, okay. I don't know. No judgment. Actually, I don't know about that. Okay. Because well. I'm like, if they're hot, I'm like, okay, go get it, girl. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And then I could be over and be like, mm-hmm, that's my boy. That's my man. <laughs> See, and that to me is that's a healthy, like, that to me that's is a that healthy little, jealousy. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like the green flags are just the opposite of this. I agree. Yeah. The green, got a green flag question, and I feel like this is yeah, who? Yeah, from God Tickles Me. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> um, <laughs> honestly, it's like your morality code. Like what you, how you live your life and what you see as good and bad, those are the flags, yeah. right? I don't know. How do you want to be treated? Green flags are just truly like kindness. Uh, someone who's, I think, witnessing the world. Uh, there's, there is a cool study. Uh, I forget the the psychologist's name, but Gottman's. It, yeah, we talked about this. My the, favorite. The, the the like the the clear thing of of. <gasps> I'll tell you all about it. We talked about this before. Okay. Of like, there's the clear sign of turning how towards. how a relationship will work, and it's bids, and it's that uh, couples make bids where they like say a couple like we're a couple, and I go, oh look, the the sky is so gorgeous today. And if you turn towards it mm-hmm. and and admire it as well, that's a bid. Like I'm making a bid here. I'm I'm pointing out something in the world, and you're respecting that and you're acknowledging that with me. Mm-hmm. And he, they would notice this stuff, and they go, if if more times out of out of ten you're doing that, that's a sign of a very. You're turning move. towards your partner, yeah, AKA you're acknowledging them, which is a sign of respect, right? But if you are, don't respond. Or you turn away and you're like, yeah, okay, it's a fucking birds, great, who cares? Right. Well, all, well, there you go. That's right. Those there. are all um, things that they say are little things that add up. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Gottmans are the best. Yeah. Gottman with Gottman. the mustache. Okay. But They're, that's truly. I love them. I yeah. I truly think like it's respect. It just comes down to respect. Yeah. It's it's respect. All of it's respect. It's all respect, and yeah. it's all. It's also I will say another thing that the Gottman I love is like. Um, I forget stonewalling. It's also like if someone needs the space to be upset, give them the space. But also if you are getting upset, if you are getting cornered like a cat, like you're getting stonewalled, you have the right to be like, I need to take a walk. And the other person has has to give you that time and space to do that. Hmm. Very hard for me because if – my partner's upset. I want to. I want to get in there and fix it, and also make sure. Like, well, I, did I do this? Did did I? You have to give them the space and time to kind of come down and be upset. Give them give them the respect that they deserve to be upset to kind of go through it. Otherwise, if you stonewall someone so much, they're going to say something that they regret, yeah, or that you regret, yeah. Anna. Um. So we have we have more questions here, but we're running out of time. So we'll have to do this again sometime. Yeah, we will. Uh, hey, you want to do this again sometime? Hey, wanna yeah, do let's do this again sometime. I feel safe right now, Shane. Thank you. Wow. Okay, great. Okay. Um, what about now? <laughs> <laughs> ah, we should have met in a public place. <laughs> uh, we'll pick this one as the last one. As people in your 30s, what dating tips would you give to someone else in their 30s that you wouldn't give to someone in their 20s? GWN. Yeah, that GWN. Uh, this is GWN <laughs> news. So wait, the question is, what would I tell a thirty-year-old, but not a twenty-year-old? Yeah, what advice? What dating advice for a thirty-year-old as opposed to twenty-year-old? And I, hmm. my honest thought is, for a lot of it, I don't know. Now, uh, <laughs> here and Reddit stories, 
there is a specific there's specific dating advice that I give, but this isn't necessarily twenties, but it's like younger 20s mm-hmm. or teen years and stuff. And that's when you're dealing with a relationship where you're just like, oh my God, I'm so frustrated in this relationship or I'm dealing with this bullshit in this relationship. I'm like, walk away. You're so young. You should still just like go out there and experience new things. Walk away from it. I, I do believe that. Um, and that's, there could be different circumstances, you know? And, and I, yeah. I understand that. I understand every relationship is unique. So I'm not saying that's like absolutely the case if you're listening to this. But my overall advice, if you're 21 and you're in a relationship where you're like, my partner's being a douchebag and they mm-hmm. actively disrespect me so bad, walk away because you are st- you're probably going to be such different people in a few years. Yeah, You might as well just go. I yep. couldn't agree more. I think the biggest advice I could give is date as much as you can. Like experience people, experience being alone. Because uh, from what I've heard – from people, a lot of them have regrets of like they wish that they had more experience. They've been with the same person since mm. they were 18 or 20 and they just wish they had more experience with other people. Mm-hmm. Like they just get to a place like, yeah, we've been together 12 years. Uh, they, they, they just feel like they, they wish they had more experience. And I, I just like naturally wanted to like date and have all these experiences. And I'm so glad that I did because now that I'm with someone, I feel so satisfied. I mean, Hey, maybe that'll change in 10, 30 years. I'd love to ask this question at like 50 or whatever, but I would say have experiences. If you're with someone that is the worst, leave them because I think being alone is not as scary as you think it is. And you should be alone and experience all of it. Right. Tommy? <laughs> oh, okay. So Tommy? I should go. <laughs> so get out. So okay. Tommy, goodbye. Okay. Um, I don't know if I really have something so specific, but uh, I, there's just this, I don't know. How can I put this? Uh, I'm not good at talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, like this is like a big statement. Um not really. Uh, but like you already know the answer to the questions you're asking yourself. Ooh. Oh, mic drop. Ooh, I like that. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah. well, uh, hmm, I don't know. It's like, you know, you know. Exactly. Stop trying to work around it. You know. You know. Yeah. You know. I, I, I think there was times in my 20s when I, because I was a very nervous, fearful person gotten better about it over the years but there were there were the times that I actually felt better was when I was like when I'm afraid that's when I need to take that step forward mm-hmm. mm. and I'm I will be afraid and I will probably get more afraid the mm-hmm. fr- more further I step but I got to keep going mm-hmm. and even if it fails you end up feeling so good because you're like whoa I beat that I fear that. Yeah. yeah that fear was there and it was trying to stop me and I didn't let it stop me mm-hmm. that's what ends up so many times in my life where I felt awful is because I'm like, I let that fear win. Yeah. Not because of what anyone said to me or because what have happened on that mm-hmm. date. It's because I'm like, wow, I lost the battle inside my head. Yep. And you're, like I said, at the beginning of this, you're trying to win that battle in your head before you go out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That battle's going on in your head and just go out there. Yep. Yep. I also will say real quick, don't let a partner hold you back from life experiences or jobs or careers or travel. Even something simple as like you had this like date plan when you're 20s and you have this like amazing experience to go 
somewhere in the world or whatever. I don't I don't know if or or like you have this scholarship or you're, or you're in college and you're dating them and you have this really cool thing to go abroad, but you don't want to leave your boyfriend. Go abroad, baby. Go. Yeah. Go 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 go. Like like if if it was meant to be, it'll it'll be. Do you know what I mean? But go. It's just those are so much more important and and harder to maneuver when you get older. Yeah. Because you have less option, less opportunities to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about this forever. Yep. But um we we could. We are running out of time. Uh we're gonna do a little smart mouth uh end segment here. Oh Uh, yeah. But Amanda, you've got some facts for us that we're gonna try to answer. Yeah, I got some facts. Um there are over Here's my smart mouth. There are over 5,000 dating sites and apps worldwide. What? That's over far too many. 5,000. And I have no success on any of them. <laughs> many, I will <laughs> Could say it be me? Many of the sites aren't nearly as popular, but the most popular ones are Match.com, eHarmony, Tinder, and Bumble. Wow. Okay. Pretty cool. Match.com still popping? Guess it's still there. Harmony is still there. Weird. Okay, yeah. this is I. I will have to give credit to Kiana. She helped me with this one. Um, so there, these are the most successful. Um, what am I trying to say? Uh, like hellos, like the most f- successful first word in a message. Like, oh, like something that oh. you say to start off your message in an online dating oh, app. Oh, okay. okay. Do wanna, These are the most try to, successful. Do you want to try to throw some out there before we... Before yeah, because I have I have, you have some, the answers? And, you, and, I, and okay. I have percentages what of about, how successful um, they are. What about, uh, and these are specific, like, specific words, not like a generalized, Correct. like, okay. Um, it's like when you first start a message. I'm going to, I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with, uh, well, hello there. Yeah. Zero percent. But I'm going to say, hey, how's your day going? Okay. So, hey, is actually uh, lower than 30%. Is that... Does but I'm that, on the board. Does that work out for uh, messages? You're less likely to respond or click on it. Okay. Um, any other ones? Uh, no. Just starting off with no. Okay, that's not on here. Fuck. What about ketchup or mustard? Ooh. Not on here. Damn. Um, That'd ne- get me. Netflix and chill? Not on here. Damn it. Would you start off saying Netflix and chill? I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. Do you want to know what the lowest one is? Yeah. Sup? At, at lower than 24%? Great. High. Well, yeah. Wow, so hey is better than high. Hey is better than high, and hello is better than high. Uh-huh. But is hey better than hello? Hey is better than hello. That is. So, okay, so high is the is. worst. High is at 23%. Okay. Hello is at 27%. Okay. And hey is at 30%. Okay. Do you want to hear the top Please. ones? What's the top ones? Okay, which one do you think is, out of these three, which one do you think is uh, top? <laughs> I love a game. Yo, howdy, Ola. Okay, howdy wins. Howdy's got to win. Howdy wins. Ola's underneath. And then that other one you said. Yo. Correct. Yep. No. Howdy. No. So Howdy does win. Okay. Yo is the lowest. And Ola is the middle. That's, That's what, what I said. said. Correct. That's what I thought. <laughs> I said yes and then I said no. No, it's, it's what you said. So Yo is 33%. Ola is 34%. Howdy is 44%. Whoa. Absolutely it is. But there's two that are higher than all of those. What? A reveal. What is it? What's up? 
or is at um, 45%. What's up? And there's one that's the highest. Can you give us the first letter of it? H. What about howdy doody? (laughs) Zero percent. Okay. (laughs) I have no idea. It's kind of a question, but it's also doesn't need to be a question. How? Sure, but it's it's there's three words. How are? How are you? No, kind of. How's it going? Ch- yes. How's it going? How's That's it going? That's number one. How's it going is number one. Fifty-four percent. <sighs> wow. So it has an actual above fifty percent. Yeah, because howdy isn't a question unless you make it one. Howdy. Correct. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So yeah, the sweet spot for an online dating message is between forty and ninety characters. Well, we got two of them right here. Pretty cool, huh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know what's happening to me. I'm making I'm making really Ew. bad dad jokes lately. I don't know what's happening to me. Something's changing within oh me. Oh my god. <laughs> that is so gross. I'm uh, sorry. So so 40 to 90 characters is basically enough to say how's it going or howdy. So, right. if you are stuck, tormented, just say howdy or how's it going. Howdy. <laughs> howdy there. Uh Tommy, thanks for being here. Man. Hey, thanks so much. Um, I, I hope uh, we offered some wisdom for you listeners. Uh, we will definitely do this again. Yeah, we oh, will yeah. definitely do an online forum where you guys ask us questions, and we will hopefully get to all your questions because they were so good. They were yep. great. Yeah, and there was a lot that we didn't get to because we only have so much time. And there were 600 of them. <laughs> there was so, a lot. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, thanks for watching, and we'll see you uh, next Monday. Yes. Goodbye. Goodbye. Happy Valentine's Day. Have a good week. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy birthday, Amanda. Thanks, guys. Happy birthday.